Hello and welcome to the 35th episode of the Get the Acceptance Letter podcast. This is a podcast where I, Treasure Shields Redmond, your debt-free degree expert, I help busy parents of college-bound teens secure top-tier education without massive debt. This is a special podcast because it was recorded live. Nashelle Harris and I were at a live function and I pulled her to the side because I found out that she was someone who was finishing a master's program and I knew that her collegiate journey was fresh in her mind. You know, this is valuable for busy parents because oftentimes we're at an age where our collegiate journey, if we had one, is a little foggy. So, Nashelle drops some value bombs. Check it out, and then I'll come back at the end to kind of wrap it up for you. It's a short conversation, a little less than 10 minutes. Enjoy. Hi, Nichelle. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I am doing quite well. I'm so glad to talk to you today about your college journey uh, through undergraduate education. Mm -hmm. Right now, what do you do? I currently hold two jobs. I am an AmeriCorps volunteer at Dutchtown South Community Corporation and was recently hired as education coordinator at the St. Louis Equal Housing Opportunity Council. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, I did my concentration internship for my master's of social work there. And so once I finish up at Dutchtown, I'll start full-time at EHOC. Okay, fantastic. And what does, that's the uh, Equal Housing Opportunity Council. So it's a fair housing, Mm -hmm. education, advocacy, and enforcement organization in Metro St. Louis. So everywhere from Southern Illinois all the way out to the edge of St. Louis County. Okay, wonderful. So, Nashelle, you've told us that you have a bachelor's, yeah. and what was that in? Uh, Latin American Studies and History. Latin American Studies and History, and then a master's in social work. Yeah, okay. focus was human rights and social policy. Okay, and I've told you a little bit about my business. I help uh, busy parents of college-bound teens secure top-tier education without massive debt. So every now and then I talk to people who've gotten through college mm-hmm. so that the parents that I serve can glean some strategies strategies and tools from their journey mm-hmm. and you characterize yours as an anonymous a perfect anomaly something yeah. like that <laughs> what what did you mean by that um well I guess it starts really really early I think my parents were thinking of college when I was a little kid so I know they definitely like because they I mean I will say there's a bit of privilege in there my parents went to college they went to college in Portland I was the first one to go out of state but mm-hmm. they'd, they'd gone mm-hmm. to college they kind of knew the process a little bit and so when I was little um you know they got me in a head start they did the like I went to like magnet middle school and they saved up money and were really good about getting scholarships me to go to private school mm. um and so with the private school they have a college counselor and so pretty much all the things my parents didn't know mm-hmm. I was just best friends with Terry Calcano Miss Calcano shout out shout out to Miss Calcano <laughs> college counselor and so she was the one I think who really did a lot of the legwork that my parents because they did community college and then my mm-hmm. mom you know they just did their thing it wasn't they didn't go straight to a four-year they didn't go out of state so there was a lot they didn't know Mm -hmm. and I think Mm -hmm. they set it up so that I could go to the type of school where what they didn't know there was someone who could 
usher me through that. So that was like the first part that really helped. Mm. And so, I mean, Terry's job was helping people get to college, helping people pay for college. Mm-hmm. And, um, so she taught, she, I've learned from everything about you can get vouchers so that you don't have to pay for your SAT true, or your ACT. True, true, She told me that you can get fee waivers for the college app, like yes, all that yes. stuff. So like it actually, <laughs> uh, she taught me the difference between early admission and early decision, like pluses and minuses. Mm. And like how, and so like I ended up go, applying and going to Wash U mm-hmm. um, because she, you know, as a college counselor, it's also she's networks. And so she knew that Wash U was really trying to get people from Oregon, which is where I'm from. Mm-hmm to go because no one goes to watch you and let me uh, <laughs> just break in for a second and and tell the listeners that aren't in the st louis metro that washington university is a prestigious school um um and it's a selective school and a competitive school um big private school with a huge endowment in st louis missouri Um, But I also wanted to add two things that you just connected with me on. Number one, when you said um, when you said that the college counselor was uh, sort of, you know, being that facilitator, ushering you toward those those experiences that were going to help you get into college. I wanted to say that, yes, yes, yes. And. Oftentimes I meet parents, they're frustrated with their school. Now, your parents kind of made moves for you to go to a private school, which yeah. I'm assuming had a smaller senior class. Yeah, it was, I think their class was like 200, 250. Exactly. So the parent, so the student to counselor ratio it was way lower, was smaller so, like, than I knew her. Mm-hmm. She, she had to be on LinkedIn. Like, mm-hmm. so it was very, it was definitely like it was 800 person school, mm-hmm. very intimate. Um, you know, being from like a more lower middle class, working class neighborhood, mm-hmm. I actually most students didn't need her help mm, so she mm-hmm. there was actually a smaller pool of students she actually worked it more intensely like she mm. didn't need so that also helped um <clears throat> but you made me think that you know i should definitely reiterate to parents to call the school and make an appointment to meet with the counselor yeah even if you're feeling like oh, i can't believe it we've made it to senior year and my kid is telling me They've only met with them to make their schedule. Mm -hmm. Well, if you make an appointment to talk about college, they will talk to you about college. Yeah, and it's so yeah, yeah. Start early. Like I know, so my school kind of to add on to that was it was a college prep school. That was why they chose it. It was like Mm -hmm. the school's point is to get you to college, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so that started like like with our freshman year. The college counselor would speak to every like freshman English class, whatever, and be Mm -hmm. like. We had, and she would tell us, like, this is what you need to graduate. Mm -hmm. This is what you need, classes and grades you need to get into a state school. And these are the classes and grades you need to get into, like, a prestigious, like, Ivy League. Like, if you want to go to top tier school, you need to take these classes. Mm -hmm. And she laid it out, and she's like, so you take this paper home to your parents and figure out your next four years of life. (laughs) (laughs) So it was, it was, it was like, that's what I'm saying. My parents definitely played, like, a long game Mm -hmm. with it. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, and so Terry, she was telling me that Wash U, you know, trying to get more Oregonians or just people from the Northwest to go yeah. to school. And so they're offering, like, better scholarships and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so she definitely talked to me about, like, college strategy. Mm-hmm. I, I personally didn't have a preference. I was like, I just want to leave Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's like, well, there's this cool school called Washu. It's a pretty good school. Um, you know, they're trying to get more people from this area. You should apply. And so actually, I had, like, I had good grades. I'm not going to say I didn't, but I, I wasn't, like, you know, valedictorian. Mm-hmm. So one thing she said is you should actually apply early decision so that they'll see your application before you get all the kids with the 4.5 GPAs. Mm, so that's smart. Kind of, that's kind of what I did. I applied early. I got in. I was able to get a scholarship that um, 
they, that's why I said anomalies. They, I guess, I don't know if it was a trial or what, but they had this program that was like my year and then a year after where it was uh-huh. like, if you got in, all your, and you may blow a certain amount, I don't remember what it was, mm-hmm. then all your financial aid was scholarships and they don't do that anymore. Oh, wow. So that's how I got in. So like, um, so I, you didn't have to take out loans unless you wanted to for living expenses. Yeah. I think my only loans were, actually, no. No, because it covered room, board, tuition. Yeah, you were well advised. Yeah. Because some students still go to the financial aid department and do shenanigans and hijinks. Yes, I did financial (laughs) aid and then I, Mm -hmm. um, I did financial aid and then I just got like a student job to cover like friends and whatnot. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I said this one was going to be a quickie, but you gave us some really great strategies. Parents, start early. Parents, make an appointment with your high school counselor there and talk with them specifically. Parents, learn what the difference is between early decision and early admissions. Uh, and make sure that you are thinking about college admissions as a long game opportunity. Nashelle, yes, add. I was going to say add. Don't try your best to not do anything other than federal loans. Like, my parents drilled that into me. Yes. Like, only federal loans. So, I mean, even for grad school, like, I was like, I'm not going back to school if I have to take anything other than government loans. Yes. And I think that really helped because... When I was, uh, I like got laid off and all this stuff after school, you know, you know, post grad problems, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was able to defer. I was able to get zero payments, and so that really helped. Was that like I had low interest, were like reliable payments. I never really, I mean, obviously, you know, broke millennial, but right. I never really had that like <laughs> existential. I've never had that like existential student loan fear. Yeah, and so I think that was definitely another thing my parents really drilled into me. Is like, yes, I am. Um, <laughs> they drilled into me like, if it's something other than a federal loan, don't do it. That's a blessing. Oh, and you also showed me that parents should pay attention to the voucher system and the fee waiver system mm-hmm. for uh, high, for their uh, standardized tests. Yeah, I don't think I've paid for, for their application fees. applications. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks. Wasn't that an incredible? power-packed interview. I'll tell you, um, those value bombs, such as making an appointment with your college-bound teen's high school counselor, um, inquiring about vouchers and fee waivers for SAT or or ACT, uh, or even college applications, uh, staying away from loans that aren't administered by the government, uh, considering early decision so that your teen's application can get in uh, before the swell of competition and so much more. You know, if you'd like to join a community where parents like us are figuring out ways to not only get our kid in college, but do it debt free, you should go to gettheacceptanceletter.online. It's where I help busy parents with a system, a guide, and a community. If you click on join the parent community, you'll see that there is a super affordable way to have a step-by-step system, one that includes videos, printable material, downloadable material, and templates designed to banish confusion and overwhelm and help you get the acceptance letter and get it debt 
free. I'm Treasure Shields Redmond, your debt-free degree expert, and I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Until then, happy admissions.